Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Here we are, everybody. I got a Rasta fire. I got a Rasta lion shirt on. Dan's going to do a still, put this on. Rasta lion. This is what happens when you're drunk with your boy. Lee and Ange in Vermont, 7-Eleven, and you see a Rasta Lion shirt and someone dares the other who would wear this shirt. The answer is moi. moi. Is he wearing headphones? He's wearing headphones, bro. He's wearing headphones. Uh, that does not pass the nostalgia test. <laughs> oh, it does. Every oh, time I have this on, I feel Rasta. Oh, That's my good. God. Well, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. <laughs> We're off to a great start. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA. I'm here with my longtime friend and co-host Manny Coelho there in New York. Manny. Manny Rasta Lion Coelho. How you doing on this fine oh, evening? Uh, it's good. It's hot in this apartment. I live in a uh, in an apartment in which they turn on the heat and there is it's just heat, you know? No yeah. thermostat control. Yeah. So you just have windows open, like not efficient at all. So yeah. I am uh, currently wearing shorts because it's yeah. super hot in this apartment. I but, mean, I'm wearing shorts because it was 84 today and it's still. Yeah, warm I hate now. you. It's a little cold <laughs> outside in New York. Uh, when I left the car, I think it was like 50 something. But anyways, uh, I'm doing all right. I mean, you know, living the living the life, mm. living the dream. Love you beer. Yeah. Let's go back in time, Dan. Wow. So we're not thinking about no today. We're thinking about then. Wow. And we do go back in time. We are going all the way back to 1994, I believe, to today's test, which is the first Thanksgiving episode of Friends, season one, episode nine. It's called the one where underdog gets away the first Thanksgiving day episode from friends and Manny. So let me ask you, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. You did this. You, you chose this one. <laughs> you didn't want to do the whole season. You didn't want to do. No. So we're not. Can we talk about how we feel about the show? Because like there's yeah, a couple I... tests going on here. Because then you mean, by watching this episode, you made me get into the whole first season. So I was like, I have, oh, let me see. Shit. So I went back. And you I did. gotta say, without commercials, yes, like 20-minute episodes. Totally. So I was able to do a couple of them mm-hmm. and realize something about them. But anyways, I feel like I have a haircut for that era right now. Right now. I got like a 90s do uh, right here. <laughs> Right. I'm trying to quaff this thing like old school, like road trip, long hair. Um, <laughs> I'm growing I mean... this beard out for the Rasta line. But um, so I, I know we're supposed to just we're going to I guess yeah. the test is just this episode. It's just this episode. But here's the thing. And, and I did go on a whole like before this, you know to go into uh, trying to watch every episode of friends when it was back, went back when it was just on Netflix, I couldn't make it through the whole series. It was just really getting difficult to watch every single episode of friends, 
even though the episodes seemed were shorter, I think after a while they just seem like they're an eternity. And yeah. So so you went down though. How many episodes did you end up watching besides this one? Uh, six of them. I actually went back a couple and then I skipped one or two and then I uh-huh. went uh, head one. Yeah. So I, I saw the episode when, when he gets the monkey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then the New Year's episode, mm-hmm. uh, which actually is a pretty good episode. But um, but we're specifically talking about this one. Yes, we're specifically the talking first about the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Yeah. So they just kind of some of them have been friends the whole time. Yes. Well, now, I mean, we're, we're in the first season, so Rachel shows up the first episode. Yeah. So they've kind of gotten used to you with Rachel. But now it's like the first time they all actually have Thanksgiving together, which isn't even supposed to happen, but it just nah. happens. It just because happens. Because these, these, these group of friends are just have a force that happens. Shit happens to them all the time, and they always end up having to do things together. It just which seems I guess like is real life, maybe. Yeah. For people who don't like to say no to each other. Yeah, they live a really weird existence with each other. But again, like, do they? I mean, it's weird to me. There are a few things in this episode where I just didn't understand how it was happening. And maybe because it was 1994, that's why. Uh, But then again, I still think for 94, there were some issues that, like, I was like, no, 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 that's impossible. That wouldn't happen. I don't think so. Okay, first... It opens up with Rachel, who's still away. What is she, 20-something, 22? They're supposed to be in their mid to late 20s, possibly in their mid-20s maybe at this point, or early 20s. Mid-20s. It's hard to say, yeah. Mid-20s. No, I would say mid to late, definitely. Mid to late 20s. I mean, because Chandler has a pretty good job. (laughs) Not not that you know what he does, but... No, um, not at all. And so does Ross. Like, Ross went to school. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's a, a doctor. Yeah. Absolutely. So this guy, but he's always been older than Monica anyway. Yeah. he's always So he's like the him. oldest of the group. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he was married. And he had a right. fucking kid. That's right. That's right. And he had a, he had a, a girlfriend that changed. The first one, she wasn't even in it past one episode. The girl who played her. Uh, Julie? Yeah, the, the the wife. His oh his... no, Susan. Yeah, no, no, Susan. Not Susan. Susan. Yeah, his his wife. Yeah, she didn't make it past like the first. Like, I think yeah, they was... changed the. I know because she decided. That I know the actress wanted to be, wanted to do other things. Yeah, and didn't think Friends was going to make it. Yeah, she also wanted to be part of the main group, and they said no, no, we're. No. Yeah, no, she didn't want to be part time because yeah. like Ross's girlfriend slash wife slash mother baby baby his mom. Yeah. Um, you know, only was like in 15 episodes, the whole, you like the whole thing. So she's like, no, yeah, I want no, a full time no. gig. Yeah. I'm all right. So, first of all, so we open up with Rachel begging for an advance from her boss, and they work at a, she works at a coffee shop. And I'm like, wait, what? You want a cash advance to go to Vail? she asked alf's dad the dad from alf yes alf's dad who i don't remember ever being the boss but no that that surprised me that surprised me yeah 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 and he says she's a shitty waitress yeah okay (laughs) but yet still she's still there yeah i don't know he doesn't care that guy never shows up hardly ever shows up the first time i ever saw him he's counting out tips Mm -hmm. middle of the day 
Yeah, no tips. Okay. He's got a gambling problem, probably. Yeah. He's like, you're you're a top real waitress. She's like, I need a cast advance that goes swooshing, swoosh, 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 swoosh. Right? Is that what she says? No. Shoop. 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 Shoop a loop. Yeah. loop. That's all I can think of. Wait, wait a second. She's singing the shoop song. Right? She's saying shoop, shoop, saying she wants to go to Vail with $100. $100. First of all. That's not even get you the gas that you need to get to the to the airport. Like, no. what are you talking about? A hundred dollars, even in nineteen ninety four. Okay, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe Vale's ticket in ninety four, maybe sixty five dollars. And I'm talking maybe. I'm talking okay. sixty five dollars if you got it if you got it on sale at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Back then it was called BJ's. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no way it would just cost okay. It would, there's no way that it would just cost a hundred bucks on Thanksgiving. Like she's she, like, Oh, my parents yeah. usually pay then first of all, her parents are assholes. They totally cut her off because she left, you know, she didn't want to get married. So now they're not even being nice to her. They're like, You wanna come to the family trip, you gotta pay for yourself. And she's right. like, I'm paying for myself. And she's gonna get a ticket to Vail for a hundred dollars. Is JetBlue? JetBlue doesn't even exist at this point, no. does it? No, <laughs> I don't think so. There was no JetBlue in nineteen ninety four, bro. And on Thanksgiving, that like Thanksgiving Eve is like the most tra- that week is like the most traveled week of all time. That's the busiest time. You're not getting a flight for a hundred dollars. No, no, not at all. First of all, I, I take that back. The flight was ninety eight. 50. She needed $102 because she broke a glass. Uh, she gro- broke a cup at the coffee yeah, shop. Yeah. 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 Okay. 1994, according to data from the U.S. Department of Transportation, the average domestic round trip base fare in 1990 cost $288. Yep. So this she is getting the veil. Yeah. Is she getting going one way to veil? First of all, yeah, I'm not, okay. Back? I'll tell you this JetBlue did have I, 1998, I think, it was founded. JetBlue? Yeah. Okay, so JetBlue, I'll tell you, they did have their best deal. Okay. We did this snowboarding all the time. Um, it was $99. I don't think it, yeah, $99 round trip to Denver. Uh-huh. Not fail. No. Denver. Right. So you got to Denver for $99 round trip. Right. Because you is... had to take the fucking red eye. Yeah. And... You then had to get a rental car or dri- get on a bus and drive through the fucking two, two, two to four hour drive. Yeah. White knuckle driving through the fucking Denver Pass, which if you haven't done that, you haven't lived. Yeah. Okay. In the Denver airport. You're just terrified the whole time you're driving through ice. The Denver airport's in the middle of nowhere, dude. It's literally when you pull into the Denver airport, it's just like, like it's not like living in New York or LA where like you go to the airport, there's a whole city around it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like every time I went to Denver Airport, I was just like, where's where's the everything else around here? Like it's just this thing that like You're in the desert. You're you're just like yeah. in the middle of the plains. Colorado Desert. Yeah, you're in the middle of the plains. And I remember yeah. going when I lived in Boulder, taking a bus from Boulder all the way to the Denver Airport. And Vail is further than that. Yeah. 
So Dude, we used to take, we used to rent a van with the, with the ski trip. The, the And like all of us would take turns driving. Dude, you, I'm talking white knuckle driving the whole time. Oh, I can imagine. Like you're passing trucks, semis that have to pull over semis. No. They're pulled over and there's big signs that are like chain up now. <laughs> okay this girl's going for a hundred dollars what she's gonna do is she gets there she ain't doing no shoop shoop what she's gonna do yeah. she's gonna get there she's gonna yeah. hitchhike to bail right she's gonna get to bail and she's gonna have to go to another coffee shop there yeah. to even pay for coffee first of all she's then, not even gonna get on the plane because she's gonna have to pay to check her skis yeah, she had skis. She yes. had So I'm telling you, there was no budget airline back then. No, so, no. So no, JetBlue no, no. didn't even, maybe JetBlue got their idea from friends and was like, <laughs> $98.50 huh. to go to Vail. Oh, huh. we could do this. We could do this. Yeah, but not Vail. We're going to drop them off in Denver and you know, fuck them. Here, you know. First, they got to take, they gotta take the, the, the red eye. Oh, for both ways, basically. Oh, you used to land at like eleven o'clock at night. No, and it's either you're staying in Denver or you're getting it because you're insane, and <clears throat> you're getting in a car and you're driving in the oh. middle of the night, and you hope there's no snowstorm. Yeah, yeah, and then you're gonna wake up the next day and snowboard. Oh, that's awesome! But she ain't snowboarding because she ain't getting a, a ticket. No, no, she's yeah, not even she dressed that, for it. She has to pay for a Vail ticket. Vail tickets are not cheap. Even back then, they were not cheap. No, so like when she gets here, she can't ski. She's not getting a lift ticket. Like, how is she doing any of this? She's walking bucks? the Vail Village, bro. <laughs> she's just, she's walking. Oh, dude, people do it. They just walk. That, okay, that's fine. They but walk they the Vail Leave village. the skis home. No, you need that. You need to pretend. You need to walk. All okay. we're saying Snow is a hundred dollars is not getting her Snow fucking bunnies, anywhere, bro. even in no. New York. You can't even take right there. You already knew she ain't going anywhere. No, because no, no, she's not going anywhere. Hundred dollars, and she can't. She doesn't have a hundred dollars, Manny. She doesn't have a hundred dollars. No, she's not paying rent. There's no way she's giving Monica any rent. When you find out in the end of the series, Monica's been living in a rent-controlled apartment that her aunt passed down to her or something. Yeah, that, that rent is nothing. Nothing. So Monica you're talking about Rachel doesn't have a hundred bucks. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's been nine. It's been nine episodes. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> you didn't what save a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my god. So like, then they're in the they're in this cafe. You know, I hate this cafe. I'll tell you why I hate this cafe. When, I used to like it. I used job? to like the cafe. Okay. When I was younger, I thought I liked this cafe. I was like, oh, it's so cool. Mm. Now I think about it. The city and couches. I don't like couches that are shared by multiple people. Well, no. Well, we've been through a New York that had, you know, a whole, you know, bed bug fucking epidemic. I'm not sitting on a shared Dude, couch. used to live at a, a coffee shop who will remain nameless uh, above a coffee shop. And this is when her whole apartment got bed bugs. We used to go to this this coffee shop. It was great. But, like, they had the, the, the these kind of couches and then i was like i don't think i'll ever be able to sit on the couch again no like that no no i need like chairs it, it, it unfortunately everything's got to look like you know you go into a mcdonald's it's got to be plastic and so you can yeah. just spray it down you need like leather 
so that that like you could spray it down. You can't have a cloth. No. I mean, it sucks, but yeah, it sucks. But I mean, whatever. I mean, but every time I see these episodes, and especially like this, I, I have friends, and they're all in the cafe. I'm just curious, like, what day of the week is it? What time during the, what day? What time is it during the day? Why does everyone look so relaxed and yet wearing suits and everything? So obviously they're working. It's like a work day. But what time is it that they could all just chill in this cafe like nobody's has to go anywhere? Well, this is definitely before all like cell phones. So yeah, I mean some of them have phone, yeah. some of them have cell phones, but like it's not like you know you're still hanging out with people, which you kind of miss right now, right? Yeah. You kind of miss this this like let's get together at the coffee shop. Like the question is is are they going to work? <laughs> are they at on a break and they all live next to where they work? Yeah. Or is it like a Saturday? I mean, because that <laughs> well, if it's a Saturday, Ross is dressed up for a Saturday. He's got a vest but he's on. He's gotta always be dressed up. Why? Ross's character or in a really bad fucking sweater. Dude, that sweater needs to be talked about. Everyone's turtleneck needs to be taken to task. Every single turtleneck in this show has to be taken to task. All of them. Dude, those sweaters made me sweat watching. <laughs> Dude, Ross's sweater. I think I even had a sweater like that at some point in my life. Like a big chunky turtleneck. I think I've had big turtlenecks like that. Because that was wasn't thing. just... Oh. But dude, yes, it was a thing. You're right. But he wasn't just wearing a sweater. He's wearing a sweater with a button-down shirt hanging out of it. Yes. And at one point, he was wearing a button-down shirt and a shirt underneath it that had buttons as well. Yes. So it was, I was like, is that two button-downs? Two was buttons. Like there was a lot of layers. There was a lot of layers. I feel, I feel like they were trying to make him look bigger than he was. Yeah, but the guys are wearing layers where all the women were not wearing layers. Like Monica no, had one shirt tucked in. Sometimes you're seeing nipples. Gotta say it, it out loud. What is going on? Friends? I wasn't looking for it. No. But, but that's the, if you watch the series on Friends, like it's just like it's ridiculous. I, it's, every other episode is a different woman who has nipples going. Yeah, it must be like 30 degrees on the set. And that they're doing that. Well, yeah, purpose, because the men up. are wearing fucking sweaters, dude. So the men are wearing sweaters to keep warm. They put the yeah. female actresses in, in like, one shirt. In one shirt. And yeah. they're freezing to death. And it's just yeah. like, what? For these like weird, creepy, like nipple shots? Like I I, I, I was know. disturbed by it the was whole thing. But, It was weird. But like disturbing. there was one one time that like Monica and Ross had the same color on. Yeah. And I'm like, who picked out that color scheme? <laughs> like, you can't have them have the same color. Oh, man. So, anyway, so we haven't even made it past this, like... No, because the cafe sucks. I hate this cafe. Cat, right? So she's bitching about... They're all bitching about Thanksgiving. They don't have, like, oh, man. Man, cancel. Ross is the worst. He's, a, he's like a oh, minor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. And so mom canceled. Yeah. Joey. Joey's... The only one that's excited because he might get a job. Yeah, it's Joey. We don't even find out what happens with him. But yeah, Joey doesn't even, he's not upset. Everyone else is like, oh, my, my Thanksgiving is going to suck. And Rachel's like, I need to save up money. And, you know, yeah, he, you know, she's all over the place. She yeah. doesn't even realize she can go. Yeah. Her mom's fiance or Mom, somebody. Yeah, boyfriend is like lunar. Lunar. <laughs> 
Oh, right, the so only he, saving grace of that scene is Joey's jacket. He comes in, that coat is just fucking intense. Love, I, I like Joey's entrances all the time. He's yeah. funny. Yeah. But, you know, so whatever. You get the typical sitcom entry with yeah. the, the setup. Obviously, this isn't how it is. So right. you need to have the stage, right? Yeah. So, so whatever. So now you go to the next, you know, next scene. Enter the worst dialogue. It did. The worst dialogue in between two people that are so not compatible with each other that I've ever seen. Or I, I don't remember how bad. I'm, all right, this, I'm not saying this actress is bad. No, she's, she's I don't not want to insult no. this actress. No. She's, she did not no. really get great lines. No, she got right. terrible lines. But why was she yelling? <laughs> okay, thank you. Because I thought I was the only one that saw that because I'm sitting there like, is she screaming at him? Like she was screaming the lines at him. <laughs> it was crazy. I was just like, they are in the same room, right? Like they're in like what could be maybe a two-bedroom apartment. And yeah. she's like, Yeah, yeah, I read that to the baby. I'm like, he's right there. He's right they there. They make us read it. To become one. <laughs> I was like, first of all, they gave her horrible lines. Horrible. They, they also gave her terrible jeans. I mean. Well, it's the 90s. Yeah, but Monica's jeans were fine. Rachel's jeans were fine. They, this, it's, like, this, it's like She's the comic relief of the two lesbians. But it looks like clown pants. It looks like she's wearing clown pants, like tied with a rope around her. She's the clown. Which is stupid because Ross is really the clown. I mean, if anybody's a clown, it's him. Like well, it was supposed to be his show. Like he's the one that worked out the whole like contract to make sure that they all got paid the same amount because he didn't want to. But it was supposed to be like it was his show. Mm. Like he was supposed to be the center of the show, and then he kind of didn't want that to happen. He didn't want to like have everyone be angry at him, I guess, or something. Oh, but I know yeah. he worked out like the whole contract. And how everybody got paid equally. Dude. At least the six of them. Nice. But anyways, this actress got the worst lines ever. They're yelling at each other mm-hmm. at this point towards the end of the scene. They want to set up the fact that he doesn't like her and she doesn't like him. But yeah. they have this common thing that's happening, which is a baby is ha- coming out. And <laughs> they both want the baby to like them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like... What is happening in this episode? I'm not really even sure. Yeah, and then Ross, like, because she makes a joke about him when, like, really, all these people do, if you watch the whole series, is is make fun of and are terrible to everyone around them. It kills. This is like a less smart Seinfeld. Exactly. No, exactly. It's a less smart Seinfeld. It's like nothing. It's like Seinfeld's like highbrow and Friends is just like, it'd be funny if we dropped a bucket on this guy's head. It's like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like Home Alone. Like yeah, slapstick. Exactly. Yeah. Slapstick, like even with the skis hitting hitting Joey. Oh, like you're like, really? You put that scene in there? Like you need that I didn't, re- I don't remember that being like this. I don't remember it being so, I guess this is why it's popular because it actually is about nothing. And it is like, Seinfeld was really popular and it was about nothing. But, like, I felt like Seinfeld had, like, a lot more depth to each episode. 
like notice how like okay so like a sitcom you know they have all these like a stories b stories they have all these like interweaving stories where like in seinfeld each one does intersect really well and they tell the stories very well in friends things are happening and then it's just like and at the end the episode's over and it's just like and then we're done and it's like yeah. okay but like what like i mean this ending bothers me so much and we'll get to it but i'm so angry at this ending because it it just it, it doesn't it's like you're in new york like no it all of it bothers me this episode yeah. really does bother me um oh. yeah i mean i watch, like i said i watched other ones and i was like i actually liked some of the other ones a little bit better mm. but this episode was like what the fuck is this episode like at the end of it i was i was annoyed but yeah. all right so so he yelling goes to flower. they scream at each other they he's going there to get a skull like okay that was yeah. weird yeah uh, you didn't even need that line but uh, it was, it's just a way to get him to get jealous that she's yeah. talking to the baby and he's not yeah exactly yeah so that that scene ends with no with no resolution he kills one of the flowers. That's the resolution. And again, none of this has anything to do with Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's not that funny. I mean, that's that was probably the funniest part was when he kills that flower because David Schwimmer is like an amazing, like, he's a great actor. He knows how to like move. He does like great like yeah. motion. So when he kills that flower, it's funny. But I mean, the rest of the scene is not that funny. You know, no. It's just there. Um, then we get that Ross's sweater, which is... <sighs> I'm Crazy. sweating again thinking about it. Dude, and that's the thing. It's New Especially York, in this right? hot apartment. Right. That means she doesn't control her thermostat. They would all be dying no. in that apartment. She's cooking several things. Yeah. Monica. He's wearing a guy a gigantic sweater. He would be sweating. Just sweating, sweating all over. I mean, is this no what she's even open. cooking at this point? I don't even no, know. That, that she's prepping. That, oh, remember, this right. is when like someone's like, um, He's like, how do you even, how does the baby even hear you? And, and Phoebe's like, here, you could, st- you could stick your head in the turkey and we'll talk to you. And then that's foreshadowing to remember in the yes. future, the episode that I do think I like when Monica says, when Chandler says, I love you to Monica, Monica has a chicken on her head. It's I mean, a, a turkey, turkey on, on her head. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so Phoebe says, you should stick your head in it and I'll talk to you. Yeah. That doesn't ever happen. Yeah, right. And then Chandler's joke really doesn't land. Like, I want to butter your head. I'm like, oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so then, then Chandler has to say why he hates Thanksgiving. Oh god. But meanwhile, they, Rachel walks in, all upset that she didn't make ninety eight fifty. Now, into- how many days passed? Like one or two more days before this? Like since the beginning, maybe she had two days to make a like hundred dollars. I'd say one day. Let's one say day. one day. Okay. Yeah. That's not going to happen. One day she thinks she's going to make 9850 in a coffee shop. Her friends who I believe are assholes aren't to her. Mm-hmm. They're really nice apparently. Mm-hmm. Um give her $100. Yeah, in cash. Which makes me think only Chandler and Monica gave. Like what does Phoebe do? She's a masseuse. Oh yeah, so she made some money. Yeah. Okay. So the three of them Give Rachel money. Right. She's ecstatic. Over yeah. 98.50. But wait, can I just say this? They give her $100 in cash. Cash. 
why didn't they just buy the fucking ticket for her? Because now where is she going to buy this ticket? This is 1994. Again, she cannot go online, really, to go buy a ticket. She has to go to the uh, travel agency down the block. <laughs> a day before Thanksgiving? Day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, okay. You're going to go to the cabin. And her family, who could have wired their, her the money, is still like, are you coming? They're yeah. calling her, yeah. finding out if she's coming. Yeah. I mean, it's just like when they gave her the $20, and it's in 520s. That's the best part. She pulls out $20, like $20. And I'm like sitting there going, all right, now she has $100 cash. Okay. Which, by the way, Great. wastes. Waste. Yeah. She's going to pay in cash to the travel agent? Well, she pays in cash to the travel agents, I guess, because she gets the ticket, right? She all that... swoosh, swoosh, shoop, shoop. Shoop a loop. So then you get Chandler's story. Eh, whatever. Chandler's story, why he doesn't want to celebrate Thanksgiving is weird because it's like, it just sounds like, like, yeah, it's like grow right. up, bro. I we guess, had... I guess, I guess it's supposed to be like heartwarming in a way because he's like, oh, my family decided to get a divorce. So now I can't, I can't, I threw it up because they told me that. But like, Chandler's the rest of Chandler's story is crazy. Like, isn't his dad a woman? Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah. and he uh, right? he's totally fine yeah. with that and accepted, but like, can't stand that they got it. Uh, whatever. So I guess that's fine. Teach so yeah, own. but Monica has to buy him his like bag of depression. Yes, a bag of funyuns, some funyuns, can of tomato soup, and grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. But you're an adult. You can't go buy that yourself. You have to have Monica go Dude, out Monica, buy it. Monica, all of a sudden, first of all, Monica reminds me of somebody I know in my family who always wants to host and, and do everything. And if you're listening, you're probably not <laughs> you're planning, planning to host or do something. Stop <laughs> trying to please everybody. Oh and this God. is what's crazy that gets missed. Yeah. She has oh. her rant, you know. But, anyways, so then. Then you see the next, so like, cause there's so many people on this show, you you have to have stories going on left and right, left and yeah. right, and oh, everybody has to have a little story, right? Yeah. You have little freaking Ross's thing that's going on while Monica, by the way, is still planning dinner and nobody's helping her. Okay? No this one is helping. Vivi maybe, but like yeah. everyone else is just like, well, a little certain. Like yeah. Monica's like, <laughs> like what's Chandler to- doing? Like he can't Nothing. help you. Yeah, he's like sitting by the door, like oh, I'm just gonna sit from afar. Like you're an idiot. I can't right, even so. be near stuffing or mashed potatoes. I have to be really far. I'm gonna go look at my soup now. <laughs> my yeah. condensed soup. <laughs> so, so then you see, you oh. know, Joe. You have to see Joey's whole like. He's got to flirt in every scene, right? Dude, Joey. They they make him sound like. He's only about looks. Yeah. Right. But this is crazy. This scene freaks. This scene confuses me. So he's in on this girl, sees her from being a cologne guy. He's like, what are you wearing? She says nothing. So right there, she's ready to have sex with this dude. Right. Which is a weird line considering it's winter. She's wearing everything. Yeah. Well, she's wearing nothing. You know, just a little, like little, little, she's not wearing perfume and or 
also not wearing any she's just in a trench coat apparently 90s was a really big thing on trench coat trench coats stands up then runs away turns out joey's job that he got in the beginning of the episode is a vd commercial or a vd posters yeah yeah which somehow for some reason how much did this guy make because he was everywhere this wasn't no, just like this just was this is a psa for vd yeah. yeah this man didn't just get one picture taken i mean copied he was everywhere yeah times square, square billboard yeah but as much as i know about the way this that industry works is they could they just pay him once he doesn't get like anything else it's like here's some money and plus <clears> how much you do know, you think he made how much do i think he made he could yeah i don't know because this is a, this is government paid, right? It's a VD announcement. Yeah, so like so, he's not making much. They don't need to do a union, so if they maybe I was just gonna say he does. He's not making much. No, he's not making anything. He's a, he so can't I even feel go to I bail. feel for him. No, he he didn't go to bail. <laughs> no, he can't make it. To bail. I feel for him because like yeah. I feel for actors and models. Yeah. Like you don't know that that was that he didn't know that that what he was gonna have to. No be portrayed then and, i was like how stupid is this girl that she doesn't know that he's a model <laughs> and that's dumbest. not it and his name's not mario <laughs> Dude, this is the that's why this scene confuses me it's like if you live in the world there are actors and models right this this girl who is spraying perfume and like joey's like oh god talking about her technique it's like god he's a that's the that's the technique but he she's not doing that for a living she's quite possibly also a model yeah how does she not know how modeling works it's not like they're telling the true story of the guy you're talking to and then posting that everywhere that would be against the law <laughs> that, would yeah. be, that would just be the like defamation of character like it's not like the guys the other people on those posters like Oh, you know, I had Lyme disease. It's like, really? It's like, no, man, I, that's a poster. It's not like it's you look at the Terminator poster and it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's really a cyborg from the future. Yeah. Like, yeah. what kind of world do you live in? Plus, they called him Mario. I mean, when they called him Mario and I'm sitting there going like, okay, that's, that's a problem. Would they just guess? It's like, oh, Joey Tribbiani, Mario. Yeah, he's Italian. Let's call him Mario. <laughs> The most so, famous Italian name yeah, ever, Mario. Yeah, and, then, and the best is that, like, his parents even believe it. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Because now you that? get now you get the, like the the upset Joey because now his Thanksgiving is ruined. Oh yeah, because they don't want him in there because they think he has VD because he did a modeling job. Yeah, having the disease wasn't the prerequisite. Yeah, so like they are dumb people too. Oh God! Right. I love how they they got that um, police song. I mean that they played that song over and over and like isn't yeah. It and beat? they start putting the p- posters everywhere as if like they're th- this whole thing of VD was yeah, going they, around. Yeah, like it was the biggest thing. Like VD was spreading across New York. They're like, we really need to get this picture out quickly. It's like, the, yeah, the hell with the rest of the diseases we have here. For these Can you posters. replace that poster and put this up? This is like <laughs> a pandemic was going on with VD. Yeah, like, yeah, and this is patient zero right here. Let's just yeah. get him out there, everyone. Watch out for Mario. 
<laughs> if you see Mario on the train, step away. Don't sit yeah, on so the couch in that cafe. Yeah, exactly. So we're back at Monica's apartment. Yeah. The rent-controlled, rent huge apartment, bigger yeah. than any apartment that I've seen in the city. Huge. And it has two bedrooms, by the way. Maybe a third. And there's a door somewhere that never gets opened ever. In there's the a bathroom door. And then, yeah, there's a door in the back left that never yeah. gets opened. Yeah, and they have so, a balcony. And a balcony. Rent, rent control. Like, so much bigger than Joey and Chandler's. Yeah, why is, why is their apartment, like, a hovel? I don't know, but remember they lose that apartment. That was the best. That was a good episode. That was a really good episode too. So, anyways, so turtlenecks were here. Chandler's still outside. (laughs) Chandler's still outside. Someone's got a turtleneck on. It's probably, (laughs) it's probably Ross. Yeah, he's asking for lumpy, lumpy mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Joey's upset. He wants tater tots because he has tater tots for Thanksgiving apparently. But hey. Maybe someone who's listening eats tater tots Thanksgiving. And then, and then what's her name? Phoebe all of a sudden is whipping up mashed potatoes with onions and carrots. Yeah, onions and peas, right? Onion and peas. So everybody wants their own shit. Monica's like all over the place. She wants to please everybody. Yeah. Chandler runs in to talk about the runaway underdog. Yeah, but prior to this, Rachel runs. Oh in shit! I forgot. And Rachel, says, I have the ticket. It's Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving Day. Day. And she's like, I got it. It's just like, what, what place was open? Who and did what you time buy this it? airplane ticket from? Did you go to the air? Like, I would say it would make more sense if Rachel's like, "Fuck it, I'm taking a hundred bucks and going straight to the airport." No, yes. buy it there. Where are you buying this? And yeah, you wasted a lot of time. By buying it at the the first of all, you're paying a lot more money than ninety eight fifty because you're now paying a travel agency to get oh, that yeah. ticket. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. So she doesn't have the money for this. This no. is lies. It's yeah. lies. Yeah. She traded this with somebody. Yeah. What is <laughs> happening? Where did she get this shit from? She robbed someone on the way to travel. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just get on the freaking in a cab and go and get the ticket at the mm-hmm. at the airport? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be able to afford that either because she'd have to get in a cab, pay for the cab. Boom, then, right there, 20 bucks. Flat 20 feet, bucks, 20 at, bucks. And then... At least. At least, depending also where you're going. You're going to LaGuardia, you're going to JFK. Yeah, because it depends on where in Manhattan they are, where what yeah. area you're going to. Then... No credit cards know? back then. You didn't pay credit card in 94, did you? In it a cab? All cash. You couldn't yeah. pay in a cab, a, a credit card in a cab, I think, in 94. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. What do they have? That machine? That? No, I didn't. (laughs) With the paper, give you a paper receipt. Making a carbon copy, like all right, you get the pink slip, and I get get the the yellow one. And uh... this is real, right? You know, like that man. That would suck. That guy has to enter all those in at the end of the week. There's no way that happened. There's no way that happened. Not in '94. I don't know. She's not going to veil. Let's understand. Everyone needs to understand this that's listening. $100 in 1994 is not getting you to veil. If you you should have known that right in the beginning. Yeah. But absolutely. yet she comes back. She's already wasting more time. Comes back and she has to go get skis that somehow fit in this apartment. Well, yeah, exactly. And why does she have them? I don't know. Where is she? She just has them? I don't remember when she got her stuff. 
when like first episode she came in in a wedding dress. Yeah. <sighs> she annoys I, me. I hate Rachel. It, it, her character is annoying. It, it, totally ridiculous that she even tried that her whole plot line of getting to Vale is a part of this episode. It's just like so weird. And then finally, like you said, the underdog thing. The title of the episode is like when underdog gets away. We have not halfway through the episode, more a little more than halfway through the episode, finally we're talking about underdog. Dude, let's go back to Rachel. <laughs> Rachel's families are assholes. So I'm thinking in my head. So they do this all the time. This is their Thanksgiving. Yeah. Rachel's been kicked out of the family because she left her husband at the altar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how bad are these people that they, they won't even help their daughter come to Thanksgiving? They're terrible people. We know that. They're not nice people. Why is she rushing to go shoop shooping with them? Because that's all she knows is how a shoop. Yeah, because I guess she's still like in that world, even because it's still the first season. Yeah, like she's still like she's still like rich girl Rachel. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy. Daddy girls Rachel. Yeah, yet daddy wasn't really that nice to her. No, no, not at all. And the funny part is like that in the beginning when she's like, "That's why I took this job." Like you know, like it's just like. Fire her now. You're like, not that great at the job. And all she's doing is pouring coffee and getting muffins. I've never been in a cafe where like there were waitresses. That I don't know. Maybe maybe some cafes, depending if there was more food involved. Yeah. But like if you're just talking about muffins and like cookies and coffee, I I don't I don't I, I just get that myself, right? I don't know. I don't know. Now you have to get it served to you. Well, yeah, now it's a whole other thing. I mean, yeah, okay. but all right. So now Rachel doesn't, Rachel's like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm going to hit Joey with the, with the, yeah. the skis. Great comedy timing. That was comedy timing right Amazing. there. Amazing, yeah. Oh, Great hilarious. Comedy. Laugh track. Oh, fucking awesome. <laughs> Chandler runs in. Ugh. Underdog got away. Rachel's like, all right, whatever. I got to go. Yeah. And they convince her to come and watch Underdog. She has to get on a flight in five hours, Dan. That's, yeah, she's in the worst predicament ever. To get from wherever they are in Manhattan to the airport, to get on a plane, to get to Vail. How are you not rushing out of there? Why do you need to go see these? You could see that, you could see the Underdog from... The street. Plus, who cares? Plus, who cares? You need to go to Vail. You just, somebody just gave you money to yeah. go to Vail. And the B-roll of that parade, of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, was so janky. It was ridiculous. Did you see, like, it was like oh, it was like the they bear. barred it. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Smoking the bear and then, like, underdog and some, like, what looked like the like mini old marching band. It was like... It was like VHS B-roll. Yeah, the B-roll was like from someone's home video. I was just like, what is this? Yeah. Uh, it was like, somebody yeah. somebody recorded over somebody's soap opera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like 20 minutes. It's like, oh, damn it. Yeah. How come you didn't, uh, how come you recorded over the fucking uh, days of our lives? So they're running out and Monica says, got the keys? Yeah. 
or got the keys. Got the keys? Now, I was like, that was a weird statement. I didn't remember this part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We come back down watching the most amazing thing, which is underdog balloon running away. Being shot down in Washington Square Park. Yes. Okay. So they got to see all that from the building that they live in. Now, can we recall they have a balcony in which they could have gone on? I know. To watch this thing. I know. They didn't have to go on the roof. Exactly. Because they've watched fireworks through this thing. I know. They've watched, you know, so many things through this balcony. Yeah. Why did they need to go on the roof? I don't know. I guess they get a larger look at the city to see this balloon flying around. But I mean, the other thing is, no one in sitcoms locks their door. So I'm trying to understand in this moment, why did they lock it? If the door is never locked. It's funny you say that because Chandler and Joey walk in all the time. All the time. Door is never locked. Never. Yet somebody locks it this time. Yeah, because they're going to the roof. Because they're going to the roof. Yeah. All of this is flawed. Because flawed. That, it, because they, they run up there, and once they run up there, now hard cut to Ross trying to talk to Susan, right? That's his, that's his uh, ex-wife. Yeah. Oh, no, Carol. This is ex-wife. Carol. Carol's stomach, you know, the baby bump right there because she's pregnant. So the idea now it's your turn to talk. And he is a uh, fucking weirdo. Yes. Like, weirdo. W- what is the problem here? I don't know. The- well, because it goes back to what you're saying. His comedy is physical, right? So he has to be all weird, get up, look around. Oh, oh you know, like. <laughs> Get all physical with it. So I don't like, know. How do I do? Uh, I don't know. This uh, is so weird. Well, I could go. I look the other way, but uh, that'd be inappropriate. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> right. So How then, is this hard? How? Just go. Hey, hey, I'm I'm your dad. Blah blah. I can't wait to see you. Blah, and then go. I, I gotta go. Like you're making it a thing, and it's yeah. weird. Why isn't he having Thanksgiving dinner with them? They don't like him. Well, up until he starts <laughs> singing, right? Oh yeah. Oh right. No monkey. That's the weirdest part. So he starts singing. The other one who was apparently supposed to hate him. him. Yeah, Susan. Yeah. Everything goes away because the baby kicks. And kicks like the scene in Alien, when yeah. like it's like Whoa! It's just like Gee! they all jump back like, Whoa! like it was just like gonna come out and just like you know wave to them. Hey. Like and and Ross feels so special that he it's his voice. Yeah. 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 I guess it's good. I mean, I, I don't have a kid, so maybe that's you feel that special. Yeah, we're we're terrible people. We don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> so anyway, so that scene goes on. It's a wasteful scene yet again. That apartment has it's wasteful yeah. scene. No jokes. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's no jokes. You know why I know that that. That that actress that I in let's go back to the scene with just the girlfriend and Ross. Yeah, what is her name again? Let's just make, like make sure the Carol, uh, Susan and Ross. Yeah, Susan and Ross. Susan and Ross. Their first scene together ever in the first episode was much better mm-hmm. when they were were in the doctor's office yeah. and they were all like playing against each other. That was a good scene. Mm. 
this episode, not a good scene. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> they get down. Now they're locked out. And Rachel and Monica have a scene. Yes. They're back and forth yelling at each other. No, you said this. No, you said bring the keys. You know, got the keys. And I said, got the keys? Whatever. <laughs> they go off. Rachel starts to go off. Now, when she's going back and forth complaining about how everybody was complaining, Monica's complaining about everybody. Rachel's all upset because she missed a flight. Right? Yeah. Um, and she's like, I should be watching this. Like, little comedy there. And Monica gets on her soap soapbox by standing up a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay. There was some real big breakdown going on. Yeah. It ends weirdly. Yeah. They're not nice to each other. No, no, no. She's they don't like having that. an actual breakdown. The key gets, the door gets open, and Chandler's like, Monica, you finished there? I mean, the door's open. Open the door. He also says, only dogs can hear you now. Yeah. Hey, Monica, These two end up getting married. You. Spoiler alert for friends. Like, they become a couple. Yeah. They were, he was shitty. And he is the worst person on the show, besides, like, Rachel. Dude. Monica's having a breakdown. Yeah. Well, she should be. Her apartment should be on fire. And where's the smoke alarm? Dude, I thought the same thing. Guess what? When I lived in New York, anytime I cooked, guess what happened? The fucking smoke, smoke alarm, alarm went off. Then maybe they unplugged it. That's why. The whole was that, apartment. Was that in a prior episode? <laughs> when they turned the smoke alarm. <laughs> yeah, episode eight. Was there like, any continuity uh, where zero. they shut off the smoke alarm? Because they walk in, the whole apartment is full of smoke. Like filled with smoke. But nobody like hugged Monica. No. Saying like how she did everything to make this right. Totally. No. Nobody. No. Rachel's all upset, yet they're the ones that gave her the money for the fucking ticket. Yeah. If it wasn't for her them, she wouldn't be even thinking about shooping. No. No. Shooping nope. <laughs> yeah. She'd be uh, working that day. Because I'm sure the cafe was open. Yeah. So, whatever. So now, the best part. Dinner's ruined. But wait, 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 wait. Why do Joey and Chandler have so many keys? Yeah. If they have an extra key to their apartment, shouldn't it be labeled like Rachel and Monica's apartment? So now, Thanksgiving is ruined. It's totally ruined. They're all mad at each other. Yeah. They're all moping. There's I love a lot how of moping going on. Yeah, I love how Ross just walks into a cloud of smoke, being like, "This doesn't smoke, smoke mom." Like, Dude, why don't you ask if Monica's okay? Her apartment is almost burned to the ground. Yeah, your sister had a nervous breakdown. Yeah, she needs to be brought to the hospital. Okay. Yeah. She had a breakdown, and none of her friends gave her shit. No, they just started yelling at her. Yeah, and then Chandler goes, "Now this is Thanksgiving." I would. I hate him. I would punch him in the mouth. Okay. So now they're all just moping around. So then ugly naked guy who they stalk. Dude, they have problems. Okay. They stalk ugly naked guy. Yeah. And realize that he, you know, you know, they're all staring and they're like, oh, ugly, they, ugly naked guy has ugly naked girl. Yeah. And they're so least, mean. Yeah. And they like, they, at least they have each other. And then they all have a moment. 
Which is so weird. Like they bond over being perverts. Then they stare and they make fun of the guy. Then they make fun of a woman they don't know, just a woman that happens to be there. Sure. And then they're like, oh, they have each other and they look at each other like, we suck. Let's hug. And then you see like Chandler like fist elbows uh, Monica's like shoulder, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And like Joey and Chandler, uh, Joey and um, Ross. Ross yeah. hug. Yeah, I don't know what Phoebe and Rachel do. They just like know. look at each other. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then for some reason in in New York City in on Thanksgiving, New York City, they go instead of getting food or ordering food because you know even back in 1994 you were able to get delivery and there's no way no place is not going to be. It's not Christmas, okay? And to, even on Christmas, if you learned anything from the movie A Christmas Story. You can at yes. least get Chinese food. Yes. So it's Thanksgiving. You can definitely go to the bodega down the block at and go the get very something. Least. At the very least, right? Maybe the buffet down the block, right? Some place has better food than this. Friday. No, they choose they choose to fucking Flanagan's. So they choose to go and go to Chandler's goodie bag of his horribleness. Okay. <laughs> Bag of depression, dude. Bag of depression, canned soup, grilled cheese. How many soups do you think there were? Do you think they had to share one can? Why was there? So, that's what I was say. There was a lot of grilled cheese for one man. A this lot of it. To, you know. Yeah. So then they're having the poorest meal. Maybe because they had no more money left because they gave it all to Rachel. Yeah, exactly. That I would be the most angry at. He, so whatever the the episode ends kind of like that. Now I'm he thinking my cuts head. the grilled cheese sandwiches. He does, and they he split the grilled cheese like a wishbone. Yeah, because he couldn't cut all the way through them. Apparently, no. then like Monica and Joey had to pull one apart. She wants to split it. So then I'm thinking after watching this episode, I'm like, was this a fucking sitcom? <laughs> Some people have compared this to The Office. No. If you ever fucking compare this to The Office, you're crazy. I, I, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I'm more of a Parks and Rec person when it comes to those two shows. But this is not, this was not funny. No. And it gets even more depressing because then Chandler has to make a depressing speech about like, oh, you know how your trip got fucked up and Joey's family hates him and uh, Monica, you you know, whatever, your kitchen almost burned to the ground and Phoebe, like, poor Phoebe, she's got the most tragic life. Over the course of this series, you hear more and more about all the yeah. tragedy that's ever happened to Phoebe. She lived on the street. Like, she was, she, like, you could make a drama from Phoebe's life and it could be like a one-hour drama series for like, you know, God knows how long. Sure. And then... And he's like, well, then we wouldn't be all together. And I'd be like, bro, I'm sitting here eating grilled cheese and yeah. condensed Campbell's tomato soup. Um, Monica's a chef. Why she has no spaghetti around? Why doesn't she have like anything else in there? Yeah, why isn't pasta a thing? Yeah, they can't boil some water, throw some spaghetti and like throw some like, I don't know, anything on it. Pasta. 
Somebody has pasta. We're not eating the Funyuns. Were the Funyuns in that bowl? Because there was a bowl on the table. And I was like, there was definitely Funyuns there, dude. They basically took Chandler's. <sighs> they took Chandler's meal. And that's what they were using. That was the whole joke. And I don't know what the fuck they were drinking. Now, if you have something to drink, then go out and get something to eat. Bro, somebody could have gone downstairs, maybe bring the key, make sure you don't lock the door. But they could have they could have just gone somewhere else. Ross's parents are assholes too, because why why did where did they go? Puerto Rico. Well, they're adults. They're like, fuck it, I want to go away. So, you know, whatever. But like, then just do something. Call your ex-wife and be like, hey, we had a, you know, there was an accident. You mind if we like share your Thanksgiving day? I know it might suck, blah, blah, blah. I mean, why not do that? Grilled cheese. No, we're gonna have grilled cheese. And not just cheese, like the cheese is the gross cheese. Like it's just, uh, no, this is depressing. I don't know, man. This this episode was terrible. This is depressing. I'm, I'm depressed talking about it right now. And the it funniest, was, there, was, it, there was like, what was the funniest moment to you? The last thing that happened when Joey goes to the picture in the subway on Bleecker and attempts to rip off all the things and it like is a different bet it's worse it's worse it's worse and it's like three yeah like hemorrhoids <laughs> hemorrhoids and all that stuff but yeah and it ends with uh what is it the, uh three-time tony award winner yeah something like that that was yeah. that was that was slapstick or yeah. whatever that was the yeah. best scene yeah that was the best scene in the whole yeah. fucking episode anyways happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everybody happy fucking friendsgiving why was this show a hit as much as it was? Dude, people love this show, and they still Dude, do. Dude, I loved this show. See, that's the thing. See, we're going to have to do – I think we're going to have to do a Friends Roundtable, I think, because this is a big deal. Because this show – not that it needs to be taken to task, but, like, there needs to be some truth-telling about, like, why – if this was good or not. Because I, I don't know. Well, I mean, based on this episode, it's not. But, I mean, I watched, like, the Christmas one with the New Year's. That was yeah. all right. It was pretty funny. There's the episode of uh, Rachel's birthday episode where they have the two parties. Rachel's dad like is in one is in Chandler's apartment, and Ross has to run back and forth and do all this crazy stuff. And that's a good. Yeah, episode. I mean, dude, there's definitely some good ones, and it, uh, like there's one where like Brad Pitt shows up, and there's they they have like the hate Rachel. Um, oh, that's club. not a good episode. Like the the thing is, is like, man, I don't want to rate this. Sh- I know we're just rating this episode, but the show is so... I don't understand why it got so popular. I understand why it was considered funny. And, like, it was just basic level funny. Like, it, you yeah. can't compare this. There was there was one guy. I remember I was following somebody. And they took a picture. Somebody, an artist, put the all these characters together. And they were playing hockey against each other. Right. And it's Ross and Michael Scott. And, like, all the all the other players are the different and people are like, you can't put those two shows together. Like they don't, they're not in the same category. Like office would be like parks and rec or going against like Seinfeld. Well, you're talking about, yeah, the office has to go. Plus the office has to go against other single camera shows, single cam shows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Friends is a multicam, you know? So, so what do you put friends against? Like uh, two and a half men. Well, I think you have to put friends against, yeah, something like a Two and a Half Men, or you you put it against, I don't know, Everybody Loves Raymond, or you put okay. it against, you put it against Martin, like you know, you yeah. put it against like things like that. Living fucking Single, Martin was great. 
Oh, Martin would putting blow the show like out fresh, of the water. Putting it like fresh, fresh print of Bel Air. Anything I feel like you put it against a sitcom that was on in the evening, possibly in a multicam sitcom. And I think Friends just became a whole cultural thing because they had the thing about Friends is this. And like if we go into Friends deeper, which I think we'll probably end up doing like Seinfeld and like also another show, which when you rewatch being like, what the fuck is this show? Um, How I Met Your Mother. They have running gags throughout the whole series. So it becomes a cultural, it becomes pop culture, like in the pop culture lexicon. I mean, the thing, no one's going to see it, but that thing that they do with the, like to say F you with like the, 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 they bang their fists together. Like that becomes a thing, you know, anything that becomes a thing, Rachel's haircut, just the, the, that haircut then became a thing. So friends just started this whole phenomenon. Pivot. First of all, that show is quite possible. That episode is funny, though. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not putting that to task, but I, I don't, I don't understand what the. I guess going back to it now, I didn't. I don't understand why we loved it so much. Now that you're saying it, maybe because it was such like a cultural thing that was happening then yeah. that you just went with it and like everybody was talking about it everybody's watching it i got into how i met your mother after and i watched those shows like on netflix yeah, yeah. um and then i, I understand like it's kind of like that i don't think how i met your mother got such a following as much as friends did it although did. like it did in a way but like friends hit so much harder and I think it's because also it's 1994. Not that like what else was on in the 90s, but like the sitcom itself like was such a big deal. And you could ride the coattails of Seinfeld because it's in New York and it's another sitcom about New York. And then also like you had these dumb shows that used to be on like what, 30 something or whatever like that. They're trying to re-up this idea of like these young kids, like hanging out in New York, blah, 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 young, younger, like professionals or whatever. Yeah. But when you really look at it, it's just irrational. Like, you know, everything that we know about New York, like for real, the New York that they're writing about doesn't exist. I believe much more the New York that Seinfeld is in, even though it's crazy. Um, yeah, it seems more. And it sounds so weird to say that something that was like shot on a set, like both of them, is more a more authentic representation of New York. But like the way it was in Seinfeld, I believe that to be more New York because the characters are so charactery and the things that happened to them were so like New York kind of things. Um, where Friends is like, hey, let's go to the cafe and like bullshit forever, and then like. Yo, Joey should be out there trying to figure his career out every day. He shouldn't be going to a cafe and paying for coffee. No. You should be eating ramen every day. Yeah, okay. You know what? So, yes, gentlemen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will be putting the whole thing. To, I mean, everybody probably knows what the hell we're going to be talking about. I guess we could highlight certain episodes uh, in that episode. But you guys let us know what we should do about putting the whole friends to test. But right now, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah. Thanksgiving. yeah. Let's Happy talk about this episode. I would say this the first thing, of the many Thanksgiving episodes that Friends does create. This yeah. is by far <laughs> one of the worst episodes of television. <laughs> 
I wouldn't even fucking say it's nostalgic. Fuck no, you. I is take off your pants and jacket. Oh. Three, three Musketeers candy bar episode. Bad. Yes, it it really. Uh, it it's City Guys theme song. Bad. I mean, it, I'm it, angry and I want to have a Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dinner about it and argue over it. Let's go get. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna zoom you tomorrow. Thanksgiving after this comes out. No, after this 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 is dropping the day before Friendsgiving. Yeah, it comes out on the twenty. Yeah. Zoom on, on Friendsgiving. I'm gonna fucking you get grilled cheese, I'll get a grilled cheese. We'll split it. Okay. See how, yeah, we'll see how it piece. comes. Yeah. What'd you wish for? The bigger piece. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what? Uh, I have to agree with you, Manny. This is not a good. This was. It wasn't even nostalgic. And I would say, even though Friends is like a weird sh- uh, series where like a lot of things came out of it and whatever, but it's it, it's. I feel like it's a hit or miss sometimes with them. But like this episode, I don't even really remember that much. I don't even know. And when I rewatched it, I was just like, I don't even know where the jokes are. Shoop shoop. Yeah, the shoop and. Uh, I guess the None, biggest there was joke, no big hit. No, joke. I guess the biggest joke to me though, and it probably wasn't to anyone else uh, has saw it, is that Rachel was going to get to Vail with a hundred dollars round trip and ski and, and pay for a cab. And JetBlue was started after this. Yeah, JetBlue, nineteen ninety eight. Boom, ninety eight fifty. Go to Vail, Manny. All right, that was listen, uh, guys. You guys, let us know what you think is. Do you remember this episode? If you remember this episode of season one, episode nine of Friends, and you have a different opinion, we'd love to hear it. You know, let us know. You know, rate, review, share the podcast, share this with your friends on Thanksgiving. Sit down together on Friendsgiving and listen to this episode of the podcast. Listen to us tear a hole and destroy your childhood on the first episode of. I want to know what everybody thinks is the best thanksgiving episode of friends yeah i mean i have my opinion but even like yeah yeah, thanksgiving episodes are fun unfortunately this one isn't one of them but no i was mad that you made me fucking sit and watch this shit (laughs) that's why i had to watch the other shit other episodes because i was like yeah it can't be the show i was like this can't be the show like if this was the pilot they wouldn't have fucking made it through dude did you watch the pilot yeah it was great isn't it insane? It's too dramatic. It's like it's super crazy. dramatic. She I, shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. You know the best line in that is she's like, oh, I left the wedding. I, you know, I, first of all, she's in the city. I guess rich people from Long Island, don't, they only come to the city to have a wedding. So she's like, the only person I could think about that lives in the village is you. And Rachel's like, I mean, Monica's like, to, so you left the wedding that I wasn't in bed, invited to, like, <laughs> like oh god, bitch. She doesn't even invite who she says is her closest friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrifying. All right, well, people, thanks for That's listening. That's the one time that they're all nice, though. That is the one moment that because they're, all... they're like they take on Rachel. All right, you're the next friend. You yeah, know, although like Ross, you know, of course is like, yeah, I don't remember you. Although I'm like creepily in love with you, Creep. but like. And I love how Monica's like, you remember Ross, my brother? Like, 
They were best friends growing up. What do you? But they're also about? not like eighty years old. This isn't a hundred yeah, years in the future. This is like yeah, what? This, like yeah, yeah. This is not like this is like like seven years, like, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because they saw maybe. each other in college, which means Ross went to grad school and then a PhD. So I said four, five, maybe five years, maybe, maybe. You remember Ross, right? No. Yeah. No. Like, oh, Rob. Who the hell's Ross? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is not like a friend you stopped being friends with at like in, in second grade. You yeah. were friends with her throughout high school. So you got a mind wipe. It's just like, <laughs> goodbye. Like, what? I hate her. Remember Ross, right? My yeah. brother Ross? Yeah, you remember Ross and, uh, well, you know, uh, me? Do you remember me? <laughs> it's terrible. It was five years right. ago. All right, people. Have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey know, Day. We're super grateful, you know, for you, our audience. You know, we don't, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. And we hope that, you know, you keep coming along, share the podcast with other people, rate, review our podcast, join the mailing list. Let's get this uh, nostalgia revolution going. And yeah, and that's it. Hit that yeah. button. Hit that cue. Boom. 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 Subscribe. Dan, Dan doing his little giving and thanks. Giving thanks. thanks to Gotta his give thanks. Give thanks <laughs> to the followers and to the audience. Uh, well, everybody, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at the Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on the Nostalgia Test. <laughs>